Welcome back in the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Lots of stuff to do. Only an hour left to do it. We appreciate you listening. But let's get back out to your phone calls. We have all kinds of questions. We've got to do the Burger King thing. We have to do Burger King. For the weekend. It's important. You don't even know I was any texting. I don't even know what y'all are talking about. You don't usually know, so it's good. You're just okay. like... I'll just, just, I'll just play the average listener. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Urban Eye. Urban Eye, welcome to the program. Hey, greetings, all. Greetings. I don't know if you guys sit on the subject of Mary Orcus at all, but I think it's time we talk about it. So that the yeah, did they, they finally the impeached him, didn't they? Yeah, and see, the, most, the general public doesn't know because the media hasn't gone out of its way to tell us. That's exactly right. I, I, purposely looked at, I purposely looked at the other side because I can see if our, our messages are, are getting out there. Yeah. You know, a lot of people refuse. Uh-oh. Urbanite, we lost you, brother. Yeah, oh, there you are. I think it's very important not to watch the news cycle, even though you don't agree with them, because it lets you know if your message is getting out of there. Because right. you and I brought up months ago, Scott, it's, the, it's that squishy independent that's going to make all the shots when it comes to the election cycle. Not that's correct. You're right, Urbanite. Or the diehard Republican is that squishy independent, and unless you are pulling to that independent, you will not win the election. You're right. But, uh, I mean, isn't it funny how nobody talks about his family getting what he, he deserves? Well, it's funny because Mayorkas was impeached, and the last time a cabinet secretary was impeached was 1876. So Dang. you would think that would be huge news. Wow. But, uh, eh, eh, maybe not. Maybe, you know. Sure, nobody so, nobody but, cares. But, well, the thing about it, it, it teaches... It, it teaches lessons on all sorts of levels. And it shows that the Republicans were, in fact, doing their job watching the House this time. Right. And and we need to make sure that becomes the standard in the future. Because, you know, there could be some Republican out there who does what his or her president says, which is wrong. Right. Or, or, or they, they need to go for both sides. Because that guy did that. By the way. I understand from reading the Constitution, the president can stop it whenever he wants. The thing they were asking for was being able to stop traffic on the border. That's already a possibility. Did you know that? No, I, I yes, the president can stop yes. what's going on at the border regardless. I mean, the president has the ability to say that one person going across the border is an invasion. He can stop all that and, stuff. And he doesn't even need congressional approval. No, he does not. So, I mean, why are we making that? And see, that goes like the Trump one. Okay? Why, why is that conversation? Because honestly, Trump could have stopped and made them have to negotiate to get the border back open again. A single president could have held his hostage if he knew what he was doing. Well, I tell, I'll tell you why my, my theory is on that is that regardless, and, and this is a lesson that I hope Trump has learned, Republicans, conservative Republicans, need to learn this lesson as well. <clears throat> because what we do is we don't swing for the fences because we think someone will say we're terrible meanies. Mm -hmm. 
So Trump right. tries to work with them, and what can I do? And I'll I'll utilize, I'll kind of do it the way the old the other presidents did it, and we'll try to cut down on it because he figures that if I just shut the border down, everybody will say I'm a terrible human being. So he so he doesn't do what the president has the power to do, and then guess what? They still say you're a terrible human being. And, and I learned that years ago. You might as well go for the gusto and hit the home run because they're going to say the same things about you if you go halfway or if you go all the way. Wait a minute, Scott. I, I hate to feel like you trying to gaslight me. Yeah. My thing is, I don't think Trump thought that way at all. I think Trump is obsessed with people liking him, and he's obsessed with trying to be the good guy in the room or the friend. Well, that, well, that would, look, I can give you a little bit of that because that's the weakness that a lot of conservatives or a lot of the people on our side want is they they might think this is the right thing to do, but I'm not going to go that far because I want people to like me. I want people to think I'm nice. So we can, we can compromise there. And here's another thing for your people. The, the thing about the Im, Im, we're all immigrants, it bothers me. It really bothers me, you know, African-American. My thing is People that are in this country or who have been legacies in this country through immigration did not come in this country the same way those people coming in here now are. That's correct. It's, very, it's not even simpler, man. Most of the people in the old days, let's go back to say 1800s, 1900s, they had to have sponsors. They, had, they got met at the door with them checking them for lights and everything else. I mean, it's not even the same now. Those people were capable of taking care of themselves when they got here. I, I don't, and I, and I hate that they let the narrative get to the point that most young white kids believe immigration is the same now as it was back then. Yeah, I know. It's, it's sad. Like, it's sad, Urbanite. Well, again, and you're probably going to agree with me, we allowed that narrative to take hold because we wanted to be seen as nice mm-hmm. instead of going, that's a bunch of hawk. Look, look, at what, look what we say all the time. Well, I'm for legal immigration. I'm not just not for legal. That is to make us seem nicer. Well, when they make completely open borders, quote unquote, legal, then what are we going to say? It's so bad because, you know, we're the reason uh, Europe is in the mess they're in now because we, we forced them to push that crap. Yeah, because, and we forced know, them to allow refugees from Northern Africa and the Middle East, and they are in big, big trouble over there. It makes economic sense for them to be one, you know, one conglomerate, one coalition, mm-hmm. because you know they they killed enough of each other to put a whole other continent up. But you know, our people hate it going to the borders and having to worry about the passports and all that stuff that they used to have to do. Like when I lived over there, and they're one of the reasons they keep those people into believing that they didn't have to worry about their borders, which in essence they probably shouldn't have to because they are no different than a state going from one right. state to the other, but it's fruit of their culture. But thank goodness there's enough of them who are so xenophobic and so over the top on their own cultures like the French and the Italians that they've Force the EU to establish rules and standards as to what represents what. Like you can't call champagne champagne just because it's wine with bubbles in it. You, you know, have to come out of the champagne region, right? Or, right. You know, 
you know, you know, you get all these things that, with the foods and stuff that that make a lot of money. But we are talking about money now, and you just can't call something something else if it didn't come from there. And I respect yeah. that. I respect that. Anyway, yeah, I'm they, out of here. I just want. All right, buddy. Thanks, Urban. Hey, Have a great weekend. Let's go to uh, Lunchbox Bob. Lunchbox, welcome to the program. It's the third high. Can you hear me, Scott? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. I didn't get my normal beep, but I'm excited. I've enjoyed the show today. Been listening in, and it's been a fun Friday. It's been a little bit creepy, too. We spoke to a gentleman this earlier in the first hour. He wanted to tell us that the legal system which used to be a justice system, is thoroughly corrupt, bought out with big money. He was poor, but he would fix it. Nah, maybe. Let's hear what the other person has to say, too. Of course, it's probably some canned speech by a bald-off consultant. But that's just me being negative. Now, I don't know what in the world we were doing the second hour when we wandered into Korea and got foreskins from infant babies that we were going to rush on French women's faces. I got a little bit lost and slightly freaked out. But Freaky Friday, we can do that. <laughs> the important thing, well, second important, what are we going to be concerning elections in March? Are we going to be Iowa with 14% voter turnout and we just don't care? Or is it going to be New Hampshire setting records with so many people coming to the polls that even Democrats line up as Republicans granted to vote for Nikki Haley, but they wanted to be part of the team, and Donald Trump was sweeping them all up. Which version will Alabama be? Are people going to stay home because we've given up, or are people going to be excited and motivated? Because let me tell you, in this state, November is decided in March. And finally, the most important topic of this day's discussion, lunchboxes. <laughs> All right, what lunchbox did you have? The last lunchbox I bought for a young man. Now he was a he was a friendly dude, and I liked him. He was cool, had a good singing voice. It was sheet metal tin transformers with an Optimus Prime. Oh, that's good, lunchbox Bob. Yeah. That's good. Let me see now, what, the, what the value Bob. is of that. $95 right now on eBay. <laughs> when I, He's ahead now, of me. That, that might be a sign of inflation, because when I bought it for that kid, I probably got it for three fifty or maybe 5 But, Scott, I am Lunchbox Bob, and I'm a working man, Lunchbox. It's a blue-bodied playmate igloo with the white slide over top and a steel thermos. Now, some people write on theirs, and they put stickers, and I'll admit it. I've got stickers on my igloo lunchbox. Two babes. <laughs> and one of you. <laughs> Thank you, lunchbox. And you know what I put in my thermos in my igloo lunchbox, Scott? It's an uh, aluminum uh, thermos. I have a guess, but go ahead and tell me. It's coffee. Strong, <laughs> black, and slightly bitter. That was good. That was that was, that was good. real good. I was about I was gonna say something else, which I will tell y'all during the break. <laughs> what that was in his lunchbox? Yeah. Sandwiches. Nope, not even sandwiches. <laughs> not even sandwiches. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Charles the First of Duany. Charles the First, welcome to the program. Hey, can you hear me, Scott? 
I can, Charles first. Uh, all right. Hello, Amy, Beth, Allison, y'all. Hello. Good morning. Um, good morning. Uh, I wanted to uh, I wanted to give credit to uh, Alan Tridaway from the 1819 News article this morning as voting no on both the gambling bills. Uh-huh. You know, not only should we state who, you know, was for it, but I think that uh, it takes a lot of courage. He could get on the whiteboard for the governor there. And, uh-huh. and it, it seems to me that he does question things, take a stand, and, and I'd love for you guys to have him on or 1819 do a podcast because, you know, he also... Um, did that uh, legislation where if someone came from out of town, a whole busload of them to protest, something could be done about them. So mm-hmm. I think we need to give credit to him, look at what he did, and, and seek out more uh, representatives and, and senators that will, will stand up and do that, y'all. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Charles I, do you know uh, what House member uh, Alan Treadaway replaced? I'm not sure. There's a guy named Scott Beeson. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, well, I'd rather have you no matter what, but uh, mm-hmm. but I'm glad he's doing what he's doing. It shows that from your area there, you, you've got some people with some gumption and that'll speak up and that'll do things. Absolutely. We're very me, proud, proud of uh, Alan Treadaway. And uh, so... But that's, and, and he also, replaced uh, you when you went to the Senate. Yes, I went okay, to the so Senate. Okay, so he didn't he kick you me. out. No, he yeah, didn't okay. kick me out. So, yeah, good solid uh, guy there. Right, and, and, and he was around these uh, casinos and stuff to know the detrimental effects that he tried to tell these guys. So, you know. Everybody I'm glad you called. That's that's fair. We need to call out the ones that are doing the right the thing. The right thing. Yeah. Charles I of Duany, thank you very much. we got to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver's here. So is Allison Sinclair. Scott, making sure that uh, everything goes somewhat according to plan, if there was a plan. But let's go out to Clark. Clark, welcome to the program. Which there's not. <laughs> Clark. Hey, Scott. Clark. Hey, Clark. Hi, Good morning, Scott. Oh. I mean, Clark. Whatever your name is. Oh. There you go. I'm doing surgery this morning. And Are you I popping hear and chopping? Operation Massengill <laughs> without me. <laughs> What's well, catching on, Clark? Well, people are, I, you know, that young lady was sharp. I don't think she's old enough to have seen the ads. And if she was, I've got to be the only person that remembers it was both disposable and cleverly designed. <laughs> well, she remembered that because she pointed it out. No, I, I am much impressed. Here's the thing: you and I talked before Joe Biden was ever inaugurated. Why he was the pick? He's yes. easy to buy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cost that much to buy. Once you buy him, he stays bought. You don't have to worry about him having any ideas of his own. That's correct. And he has no political value to the party once they've advanced the agenda as far as they can. So, you put Joe Biden in office, you advance the leftist agenda as far as you possibly can. When the angst of the American people is such that they're not going to take a whole lot more, you dispose of him. Hence, Operation Massengill. There you go. He's cleverly, despi- cleverly designed plot, and he's uh, disposable. So, 
you know, apparently Fannie Willis is not going to appear in court again today. Amy Beth is the one checking on Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis, it's... Well, let me go back. I think her dad is testifying right now. He is testifying right now. And all I've heard is that... The judge asked why she had so much cash on hand, and he said, well, it's normal. It's just a black thing. Yeah, well, okay, and you can't expect black women to be perfect either. Um, <laughs> right. That's what she said, not me. And I'm not going where she said some other things. But anyway, mm. Georgia is big on movies, Scott. They like to make movies in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I think they should make a movie about this. And I swear, if I had Lunchbox Bob's phone number... I would have sent this to him because he could do the voice a lot better than me. You know the movie trailer voiceover guy? Yes. Yes. In a world where the American people can't be allowed to have their choice. In a world where prosecutions no longer need to be cogent. In a world where rigged juries will find we really don't like Donald Trump. Comes the movie Fanny and the Gigolo. Thank you, Clark. Now, wait, wait. You don't have to take popcorn, Scott. Why? Because every patron will get a free steaming bag of dog poop. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again, Clark. Have a great weekend. Good. So, um, yeah, what's the latest? Fanny Willis's father testifies he met Nathan Wade in 2023 and pitched his documentary, Bad Blood. <laughs> I mean, they're all crazy up in here, up in here, okay? <laughs> um, he is a former Black Panther, and uh, I, I don't even understand. He's saying that he knew that COVID was coming. Like, how does this have to do with anything and then, of course, Fanny yesterday was on fire with her backwards dress on. Um, and she said, I'm not the one on trial here. Do you have that clip? No, I have the one with the, about her not wanting to emasculate black men. Have you? Mm, what, how does Did that, how does do that, that even get into this? I don't For know, her but, lover's trip. But listen to this. So the judge, I don't know what the judge asked her, mm-hmm. but this is... Uh, I'm not going to emasculate a black man, but I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm that. sorry, what? I'm not going to emasculate a black man. Did you understand that? Right. So I don't I think, think you can discuss discuss That's her talking to the judge. Did, um, he is asking a question yeah. regarding I the case. I, didn't, <clears throat> I wish I had known you could talk to judges that way. I am yeah, not too. going to emasculate uh, your, your a black man. <laughs> 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 Did you understand that? I mean, wow. Wow. really? I, wow. Shame on that judge for not mm-hmm. just throwing her out immediately. So that's basically how it went. Whoa. She will emasculate a white man, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. Just not the black She'll one. try to send one to prison yep. for something she knows is completely cockamamie made up, but that's her goal. And she's in her backwards dress. I can't believe she's pulling, playing the race card on all this stuff. I mean, it is it's unbelievable. Of course, you know, how many places are you going to hear about it? How many places are you going to see it? Right. This is not making scene. That quote's not on CNN, probably. I mean, Gracious. it's so Carol Swain has comments on it. Chadwick Moore has a great comment. 
from Carol Swain's feed that says it's dawning on her that she's in way over her head, probably mm -hmm. always has been, and is being used. She lashes out uncontrollably, is then sweet and overly cooperative in a childlike manner. She's both stupid and smug. A wow. dangerous and defensive combination makes for wonderful television. You almost feel bad for her. Almost. Is that what Swain said? That Swain has a little more to say. That's Chadwick Moore mm -hmm. commenting, and then Carol commented about mm -hmm. that. But that's kind of people who are looking at it lucidly are, are saying those yeah. similar kinds of things. It's unbelievable that she treats people like garbage for the right. world to see. And then her dad's getting up there making crap up. It's embarrassing, but her yep. dad is the one who secured this position. Her dad is the one with the money and influence. Who got apparently, her the position to start apparently with? Apparently, in Shadowland. Oh, but working the it, system. You know, it's that my daddy has money kind of situation. Mm, right. It's, she was probably unqualified for the position, and then that that causes some of the. Mm -hmm. Well, we talked about it earlier. I mean, you, you're right. looking at yourself in the mirror and you get kind of angry because you know you're just not doing what's right. Mm. And, Maybe you ought not be there at all. With Tumka Jeff on the other side, we'll be back. What the dump trunk is going on here? <laughs> I, your mouth, you have had such a potty mouth today, it Scott. Been, Scott has been really close what to the is edge. This really, really madness. close to the edge. This is, I don't, I mean, I, I got to go with Tumka Jeff in just a second, but not to be. Edward Teach has a headline. Edward who? Edward Teach. Okay. Oh, what did you no. think I said? We don't want to tell you. Oh, Edward Teach. <laughs> now that GOP senators helped pass the Ukraine funding bill, did you see it has an impeachment time bomb if the next president stops providing military financing there? What the heck? It says, buried in the bill's text is an impeachment time bomb for the next Trump presidency if he tries yes. to stop the funding what in I heard I read a slight blurb about this but didn't investigate further. If President Trump were to withdraw or pause financial support for the war in Ukraine over the objection of career experts, mm. it would amount to the same fake violation of a budget law from the first impeachment. Would make it illegal and impeachable to even pause funding for Ukraine before September of 2025. What in the wow. Wow. Says this thwarts any motive for peace talks in Ukraine and it would hamstring any Trump effort to end the war because he would face the threat of impeachment once again. Combine that with the insane levels of word salad propaganda coming out of Congress. This is amazing. Hold on. I know this is very serious, but mm -hmm. I just want you to know one of my favorite phrases in the entire universe is when they say word salad. <laughs> you like word salad? Yes. Sorry, go on. I mean, this is very, like it's a very serious. I thought you were going to say what's a dump truck because I really like what that. What the dump truck is good too. We <laughs> need a whiteboard, don't we? I'll bring in my whiteboard. Okay. Oh wait, that may be it. I think it is. I don't have one. Mind. That's it. Okay. Well, that's going on the quote board. Okay. What the dump truck? Congress needs to act now. This is from Representative Jim Costa. Ukraine and her allies need our support now more than ever. Yet the House is leaving town without passing a supplemental aid package. Congress needs to act now. We must send a strong message to Putin that we stand strong with the people of Ukraine. The Babylon Bee says, like, bro, bro, why? <laughs> why does an American in your California district need to send a strong message, in quotes, that they support the government of one corrupt nation in Eastern Europe against another corrupt nation in Eastern Euro Europe? So that they won't get poisoned oh, like Putin's enemy gosh. did yesterday. Wait, what? 
Yeah, the guy that spoke out against him, the politician, um, I can't, Yelaney or something, I'll have to look at yeah, his name. Nobody remembers. Um, he, was, he was an outspoken. Did he die? Yeah, he was poisoned yesterday. Well, sometimes you in recover. The, in the wolf, in the Arctic wolf prison. It's a prison on the Arctic <gasps> Circle. I did have a question, though, because we, we kind of see, and I don't know, I know nothing. I just know how cynical I am about the American press and the American government and the mm-hmm. deep state, et cetera. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of failed to let us know that they were responsible for the governmental takeover in Ukraine. Right. That led us into this war. Sure. Because they didn't like that the Ukrainians weren't being anti-Russian enough for them. Mm. This guy that is this innocent political opposition to Vladimir Putin... Was he one of our spies, too? Was he an American asset, too? Was there a reason the Russians don't like him? Mm. Or was he just basically Holly Hobby, just trying to make... Why gosh, do you have picking on Holly Hobby? Because your lunchbox. Gosh darn it, I just want to make Russia better. He may... I mean, he might... He might... I mean, he might be just pure as the wind-driven Arctic wolf prison snow. I'm not saying... But he might have been a plant. He might have been one of our assets. He might have been somebody we're helping try to overthrow the Russians. Ooh. I mean, the Russians have a... I mean, the, it's okay for the Russians to say, hey, we're not going to be overrun and run by you bunch of nitwits in Washington, D.C. This is our country. That's y'all's country. But do you poison them? I don't know what you do. You might just shoot them. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they were seen as Putin's most vociferous... Oh, mm-hmm. that's a good word. I critic. love that word. Uh-huh. Critic. Most uh-huh. vociferous. Uh-huh. Well, y'all remember Kasaji? Yes. Kasogi. Yeah. I watched that documentary. And, uh, you know, he was just, Tommy G's just a journalist, just writing, just trying to make things better. No, he was he was actively trying to undermine the crown prince, which doesn't go well in most countries. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And was probably one of our buddies. This is why the government shouldn't lie to the people. Because you never know who to trust. And then Mm -hmm. you're left to actually think critically, which you open up options to like... Maybe Vladimir Putin is legit. Maybe he's the good guy. I don't know. Maybe he's not the goodest, but he's not the baddest. Well, I mean, it makes you question everything, which is good. But mm-hmm. like we, for so long, are, mm-hmm. you should not lie to your people mm-hmm. because it doesn't work out mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You're losing your people. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know who to trust anymore. If you had to pick... And you were like, hey, look, you know, I got I to gotta do something here. Uh, will you watch... You know, stay with my wife for the weekend, or will you hold my wallet? Would you choose Vladimir Putin or Joe Biden? Oh, which Putin one of them? Which, of which them. one yeah. of them who says oh, you'll be good? Yeah, for holding wallet or hanging out with my wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm that's choosing. bad. That's bad. It's real bad. And that's why we can't do something. And anybody that says anything other than that is just lying. Yeah, they're just, they're just doing the propaganda. They're just because you can't, you're not supposed to say Putin. Mm-hmm. You're not ever supposed to choose it. Can't, can't be, that's the thing. Can't be right about anything. Automatically, no matter what, the devil incarnate. And I'm like, that, that's just strange. Because I'm supposed to give the benefit of the doubt to American politicians who clearly hate America. I give them the nod. But somebody from another country, oh, no, you absolutely can't. Can't even think about all the grief that Tucker Carlson gets for doing his interview. Mm. The the other interviews that people have done in the past, you know, they've got a couple of gotcha questions in there, but they weren't strong. They were more like playing a game and not letting him answer the questions. 
So, I don't know. At least we heard from him. What happened to our caller, Scott? Uh, looks like uh, Wachumka Jeff had to... Uh had to do something else. Well, hopefully we'll talk to Jim and come back because he was, he he was up next. But um, We're going to talk about surveillance cameras. That's what I want to hear. Do y'all have a bunch of new ones in Montgomery? Y'all were one of the uh, first ones in the old days that, oh, we need to have a red light camera and all that kind of stuff. And I, I killed them off for a long time. Thank and you. Then. Thank you. No, the, a report came out the other day uh, that in the next, within two years, uh, all of Montgomery County and city limits of Montgomery proper will be... Um, linked up with cameras that can even uh, read license plates, and there'll be a crime center to coordinate. They've already uh, they're doing that in all of the um, communist metro- countries, the metropolitan areas. Oh, I so thought you were going to say China. To drive around your house, and if you see the little the black poles, I, I guess they're the same down there where y'all are. It'd be a black pole with an arm sticking off the black pole. They're eight, probably eight feet tall. On top of them will be a little solar panel. It's probably two by two. At the very top, and then there'll be a little arm sticking out with what looks like, just to go with what we've said today, a thermos. Uh-huh. And uh, those will be the ones. And some of them you can tell they're cameras, and some of them are reading uh, stuff off your cell phones. What? And, uh, and those are everywhere. They're everywhere in Jefferson County. Everywhere. They'll be coming out of neighborhoods, coming out of shopping centers, coming out of apartment complexes, mm-hmm. and they are scanning all the car what do you tags. you reading stuff on your cell phone? Oh, your cell phone's talking to... just It's just telling, hey, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here constantly. This oh. is my ID numbers, you know, we're here. And oh, not like reading your texts. I don't know how much stuff it's sending. They don't, yeah. That's for the big boys to have, but just who you are. And they're going to keep us safe. Right. And I will bet, since you're the betting guy, or you're the expert on it, yeah. <clears throat> I will bet when they get all their cameras in place... Crime will not reduce at all. Not a, not but a they'll week. know where you are <laughs> at every moment. Not Constant at Burger King. Surveillance. I was about to We're ask, gonna are Burger you going to do Burger King? He's doing Burger King, and I'm not going to look King at you. King Burger, King Burger. Y'all cannot I look at each other. <laughs> Welcome back in. If y'all have not watched Bon Kui Kui, you need to go to YouTube. Nope, don't go to YouTube. They hate us. Go to Rumble. And look up what's it called? Bon Kui Kui and King Burger. At King Burger. King Burger. Um, Three-year-old Molly, while pot, well, she wasn't potty training, but I took her to McDonald's for ice cream. Mm Mm-hmm. And walked up to the counter, and it was taking him a second, and she had seen it enough at the age of three that she crossed her arms over and went, complicated order. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, oh, no, stop, God. stop, stop. I will cut you. <laughs> She's so good. And she says, rule. Rude. Amy Beth does say that. I will cut you. you. Did, I never. I didn't know that's where it was from. Rude. I just thought it was uh, oh original. Gosh, so what she said is that what she said. What did? What's it? Is that what he said? Welcome to King Burger. Well, you can have it your way, but don't get too crazy. <laughs> so, so good. Burger King. I mean, I don't. This is the Brazilian version. But Burger King, I was serious. They kind of started losing people years ago. I always thought it was the best fast food burger. What? In the old days. Really? But now the kids are like totally against it. My, my kids will not go to Burger King. And uh, and then I wondered if it was the creepy 
clown. King, the clown king thing that they came up with. And it was you horrible. Remember, you remember their ad where it was the king making out with Ronald McDonald? Oh, my yes. word. Uh, yes. Was that, that was a, was that a real that was, ad? Yes. That wasn't, well, I don't know. But that circulated. And yeah. then you're like, but they did do all this kind of weird Well, they did the weird, the, the weird Whopper burger drag, thing, yeah. too. The, what was that called? Miracle Whopper? Wonder Impossible. Whopper? What was oh, it? Impossible. The Impossible, Impossible Whopper. It's impossible to which eat one. Which swallow that crap. <laughs> Yes, goo. Yeah. Vomit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're supposed to think. With so that. Burger King is also international, and they have launched an ad campaign in Brazil. <laughs> and they've decided to not use the creepy king as their star. Oh. Mm-hmm. So they, what did they do? They went and got a porn actor. <laughs> what? Yeah, a dude. Not some lady. He is known as Kid Bengala. <laughs> Your face. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's his stage name. His real name is Clovis Basilo dos Santos. Well, why why have to get a porn star to advertise burgers? It's home I don't know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting close. Uh, Bengala, Kid Bengala. I don't like the kid part being there either. Well, Bengala's worse than the kid part. Bengala stands for, in Portuguese, walking stick. <laughs> I told you. I, Amy Beth said y'all couldn't look at each other. In the I new just, Burger King so campaign, wrong. the star playfully comments on the sandwich saying, as someone who can speak about size, I'm here to talk about the exaggeration that is this sandwich. Called it. <laughs> He says the sandwich has nothing artificial and is giant like me. Oh, my word. (laughs) This isn't like... Put a little extra cheese on that hot dog. (laughs) I would rather have a drag queen sell a burger. Sell a burger. Well, it just kind of says everything that Brazil is, isn't it? I mean, women in their like itty-bitty, teeny-weeny bikinis and that giant, nasty festival they have once a year. (sighs) Oh, was I supposed to be upset about that? Yeah, you're supposed oh, to be upset okay. about the carnival. Sorry. It's actually called a carnival. But, okay, so, but think about this. Some PR firm said, this, yes. this is who we want to represent our company. This will sell burgers. Somebody in the meeting was like... That's exactly right. Like, what How sad is, is that? wrong? We went from Dylan Mulvaney and being okay with a drag queen to... Yep. What about just like the little family that just wants to go to a nice dinner out and, just, at, and have burgers? And just get a burger. It don't matter anymore. <laughs> Those days are over. I mean, really? Come on, Somebody guys. said, look, okay, the trans thing didn't go well for Bud Light. What can we do? Well, I Get just the guy know. porn star. Yeah, and why are you confused that your son doesn't want to eat there? <laughs> Who wants to eat a porn star burger? I'm done. I'm up. done with Burger King. <laughs> Welcome to King Burger. Great Goose, everybody else. Uh, I guess we'll talk to y'all Monday if we make it back. Y'all have a great weekend. Be safe out there. See y'all.